No. No, don't do that. <laughs> Peaches claws at the my studio has windows in it which is why it's nice to be in here and peaches learned She's that staring i was at in us here right now <laughs> and claws at the windows what can you do it's kind of cute oh my back just vibrated <laughs> oh my god oh explain explain <laughs> okay One of my biggest insecurities is my posture. Um, it's something that I feel like I've I've just always had issues with my entire life. I've just grown up with my parents constantly commenting about my posture. Um, when I walk, I'm upright. It's fine, but it's really like <laughs> so you don't walk around on all fours. It's the resting. No, I don't walk on all fours. Uh, it's the resting positions when I'm standing around doing something, sitting on my phone on the at the kitchen counter, whatever. Um, I thank you for flipping over the hourglass. I tend to slouch. I'm a sloucher. And as of recently, yeah. I asked you to start pointing it out because my pa- I don't live with my parents anymore. And I realized that once I started living alone, I really was just truly out of my own with this. Right. Um, with this issue. So now you help out with that. And okay, so this is this is where the vibration comes into yes. the conversation. Sorry, I sidetracked into no, this. No, it's all good. Um so, okay, this is not relatable, this statement I'm about to say right now, but where did we get this little device? Was it from your Grammy's, uh, like, gift bag? Which is not a bag, it's like a suitcase. I think suitcase. so. It's, yeah, I know. Ridiculous. <laughs> events, the Grammys being maybe the tippy top of the heap. Yeah. Sometimes you go to events. I remember having friends who would go to, like, the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. Yeah, and you get a bunch of random, like, as sponsored a, As a stuff. kid, right? And they come out. Yeah, people, like, like a sponsor will pay, and they'll give every person that goes a bag, yeah. a gift bag. Yeah. Like when you leave a birthday, and they have a goodie bag or whatever. So the Grammy gift bag included a posture corrector. It's called, I have the app now. It's called Upright or something like that. Upright to go. But so it's on, you Upright have a go. little, a little, uh tile on your back yeah right? so it's a little like you use like sticker adhesive wow. which is the only thing that's making me not really interested in like continuing to do it okay because it's like sticky there's like alcohol pads that you're supposed to wipe down which i didn't do um and then there's these sticky stickers that yeah. i've stuck on and there you have to like replace them every Got single it. time um but the app is you know really user-friendly and all day Every single time I slouch, I just get a quick little knock on my back. It goes... And it sort of feels like I am a robot today, or I have some sort of tracker attached to me. It's pretty wild. It's really weird. It's very And I haven't forgotten that, that it's stuck to my back. Like... Right. <laughs> I can feel it right now. <laughs> when you, you got your Invisalign tray put in your mouth before I did. Yeah. When I my first day, there was there was not one second where I forgot that I had Invisalign in. Now yeah. I forget all the time. Right. But for many days, I was like, all I could think about was my Invisalign tray. Isn't it funny that we humans just adjust to things so quickly though? Because now, I don't know. You, you don't you don't feel the tray in your mouth. Like, no, it's true. It's weird. Unless of course you're switching trays and it's moving your teeth. But yeah. 
I'm now done with that process and same tray popping in the tray. You know, yeah, couldn't even couldn't even notice yeah. the posture thing. Circles back to the the theme of this episode, which is like relationship advice to me, yes. because my relationship advice to a any guy or girl in any relationship mm-hmm. would be: do not correct your significant other's posture <laughs> at every chance. Only start doing it if they say, "Babe, will you? Would you tell me when I'm slouching?" Because yeah. don't be a douche. It Just, was uh, yeah. I begged you. Well, you, what happened? You were not comfortable doing it. No, because, because who am I? Listen, I, I grew up going to like dance classes. So I felt like that gave me like an edge on posture. Like in dance class, they just yell at you about posture the whole time. Mm -hmm. So I, like, I have sort of automatic posture from that. Um, and you know, first of all, I don't care if you slouch or not other than like maybe by the time you're like in your sixties, it'll hurt your, your spine. Yep. That's what I'm worried about. Um, but then your dad came to town and he just bullied you for a full five days. You got a your... slice of my like yeah. upbringing. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> I think after that, I was like, wow, he really gets on you about your posture. And and your attitude wasn't like, yeah, he's a dick. Your attitude was like, my posture is really bad. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, do you do you want me to be the way your dad is? <laughs> yeah. Your Here's the thing. When you're in a relationship, a long one, a serious one. The, the the layers just start to peel off. They peel. And now we're there and we're going to get even more closer. I remember hearing many years ago that relationships are like an onion. Yeah. That they just peel back stinky layer after stinky they layer. They kind of are. And they make they? you cry. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a good uh, metaphor simile. I'll take it. I think especially in the honey. Oh my God. It just vibrated. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, but I, this is we are on a couch. I know. That's the issue is every yeah. time I bend down to pick something up, it doesn't register that. Yeah. So it starts vibrating. Yeah. Give yourself an hour long break on a couch. I know. Um, I would peel it off, but then I would be wasting a sticker. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, earlier today, I asked you guys to send in some different questions relating to relationship and advice. Um, and I think... Yeah, a lot of these we can cover and go through. Great. Um, I mean, I screenshotted a shit ton. So, yeah, I've been really excited about this episode. I knew at some point I really wanted to do one that had to only do with relationship mm-hmm. um, topics. So, let's get into it. First question. Um, this question is from YSPHR underscore. Um, what do you guys think about playing hard to get? We're oh. going to be going f- through every single stage of like love, relationships, everything. Sure. So that's a good question. Yeah. What do you think about playing hard to get? Um, I think if you're just playing the game and you're hooking up with people without meaning to make something, without wanting to get into something serious, which is totally fine. Sure. I think that's a very growing phase and kind of chapter in your life. I think sure, but if you're F- trying to find something that is long lasting meaningful. and ge- meaningful, I think it's so silly. Um, yeah. We did the complete opposite <laughs> of playing hard to get. We very much were like, wow, I like you. Yeah, well, I've never thought playing hard to get was, I mean, that is not something I ever spent time like. I don't think I really ever did that. Did if any girls I've I've ever been interested in in my life played hard to get, I was like, okay, and I just moved on with right. my life. And the only girls who would who would tell you that I ever played hard to get, I was not interested in. Do you know what I mean? Like, and they just they'd be like, oh, he's playing that, hard to yeah. get, huh? And I'd be like, no, 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 I'm just not. Just don't want to date. Yeah, you. You so, know what? Yeah. I bet more people 
think that someone's playing hard to get than, <laughs> than like they, someone than actually than someone actually playing hard to get. It's probably totally true. Right? Absolutely. I think playing hard to get is actually way more effort mm-hmm. than just, you know, stating it like it is. It's also like I think that relationships with any human being are sort of centered around empathy. Right. Like how much empathy you have for the other person. Like that's what human relationships like are made out of yeah the idea to me of doing something that would torture somebody else horrible mm-hmm. would that's, never do that that's not really a great foundation to yeah somebody goes like do you want to can i see you tonight and you just go like no I'm or sorry, you like don't text them back yeah. oh horrible so yeah. mean how yeah how are you gonna uh, foster a healthy relationship off of that very true next question um this is asked by girls struggling with life how not to get bored of a relationship Good question. I think this one's also good in terms of like what's happening in the world right sure, now yeah. where there's not much happening or not very many options. Um, how to not get bored in a relationship. I mean, I, what is your answer for that? You totally gave the first answer for this one. I swear, you guys, I'm going to, Okay. I'll show um, up for these. <laughs> my, how to not get bored in a relationship. Um, well, listen. Like this, this whole episode take into account that neither of us. First of all, okay, I anyone. Have my this is what. This is what, yeah, this is the best part about doing a podcast when the other person's talking. You're not listening. You're just thinking about what you're gonna yep, say. Yeah, already got which it. Which is fine. No, I'm listening. No, no, no. We both do that. It's fine. Um, the, uh, I, I we are not certified in any way to give relationship advice. We're only in the relationship we are in. That yep. being said, everyone I've ever seen who is semi-certified to give relationship advice, some motherfuckers like Dr. Phil or some Instagram people okay. um, who, like, you know, have really, you know, how to play hard to get, you know, some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Don't, I don't like when people give like relationship advice when they're not like I think this is just us talking about our relationship our personal experiences. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I I mean we could have made that disclaimer in the beginning. But, but we're I making like, it now. Yeah. I um, guess as a YouTuber I'm like, you know, <laughs> I I always Yeah, it's it's our relationship that we're so so my my point would be um and you can't do half of this right now. Mm. But it would be you know, just keep exploring new things with the person, keep doing firsts together and as you you know, move throughout your relationship, you know, inquire about what the other person's always wanted to do and never Mm. felt like they could do, you know, in their life. It's like, oh, I've always wanted to take a trip there. I've always wanted to, you know what I mean? Just like things that keep your, because I think relationships are built off of like shared experience. That, so that was going to be my answer. When you first meet someone, there's that entire honeymoon phase where you're getting to know each other. So you're sharing yeah, all your these stories like? yeah. about your childhood and your high school stories and mm-hmm. all whatever. Yeah. Um, and then once you kind of know everything about each other, it's now you're just living life together. Mm-hmm. And so exactly. It's about the experiences that you're sharing together. So putting aside time to hang out and have dates and like you said experience firsts yep um at whatever capacity that is you know having a conversation about something you've never talked about or mm-hmm. going on doing something that you've never done together mm-hmm. i think all of that is valid um there was something else that i was thinking of and i think just yeah always i think i think when you find someone that you're really into and your your humor kind of aligns with each other yeah um it sort of makes all of those things fun and i guess just keeping keeping it fresh totally 
right? Right. Um, but listen, it's kind of hard to do that right now. Like the other day I had like a breakdown where I was like, we're not doing any dates. And he was like, what do you expect? What are we supposed to be doing? Where where are we going to go outside? Yeah. And oh, I think the other thing I wanted to say is, um, to not get bored of relationship, you need to have balance in your life. Um, you know, I think Another like thing nobody has right now. No one has that right now. There's no balance. I'm seeing you all day, every goddamn day. It's crazy. <laughs> and I think like the times when our relationship is so healthy and fun and all that it's it's when everything else is in the mix as well. Yep. Whether it be friends and going out to like to do whatever work obligations you have to do, it makes you feel better about yourself, yep. which then kind of boosts like the vibe and feel of the relationship absolutely because you never want to feel like you're just meshing into like you're not adding anything yeah you want to add stuff yeah okay (laughs) um how would you pronounce this name uh raya rayahim r-i-i-r-a-h-i-m ask the question do you believe in horoscopes and compatibility (laughs) Okay. Why did you want me to ask that? I had to. Okay, here's... So, I don't know about the rest of the world, but in Los Angeles, so many people talk about horoscopes and what your sign is. And I have found someone who does not believe in any of it. Um, I, I guess not so much that, like, that I'm, like, an atheist when it comes to those things right like i don't want to label you i'm sorry yeah well it's more to i just don't subscribe to it right i think that's like there are like whether or not there's any validity to any of them like i'm not paying attention but i don't Mm. even if you feel it i don't feel that you're paying much attention to it either no i've i've gone through my phases of it because a lot of my really close friends are into it Mm -hmm. um and i could totally sit here and be like you're leo because of these reasons i mean come on guys he's like such a leo look let's be honest but i'm on the cusp of like aquarius and pisces and Mm -hmm. i've kind of like gone back and forth on which one i feel like i don't know like it's it's really easy to kind of plug yourself into these vague stereotypes of like mm-hmm. what your sign is right um i'm trying not to offend anyone who like deeply cares in this stuff um i think like it's a really fun thing to entertain and kind of compare with yourself and others and stuff yeah um but as far as like the compatibility goes i mean if we were really following it i'm pretty sure leos and pisces aren't supposed to be compatible um, because they are opposite signs. So but this is what I'm saying. Imagine using that as the reason to, like, imagine if we'd been like, wow, things are going really well with this this fella. Right. I think we're really hitting it off. When's and your birthday? Oh, fuck. Oh, mind. yeah, I'm out. I'm out. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's like, that's like uh, designing your own destiny. Totally. Like, just let stuff happen. Right. Yeah. So, so that's my know. thing. But, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I yeah. feel that people people read stuff like, I've read like little internet breakdowns of every uh, star sign or whatever. Mm. And I think people like star signs have these like blanket sort of like you're brave. You're all your heart always goes to those around you. And I feel like people just identify. People are just like, oh, my God, that's me. And I'm always like, yeah, you wish you wish it was you. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel that. Um, OK. Valen Coloretta asks if your now ex-boyfriend cheated is it okay to give him a second chance as a friend <laughs> fuck as a friend or like so your ex is now he cheated on you when you guys were dating and 
can can you be can friends? You, can you be friends? Yeah. I mean, I'm not friends with any of my exes, so mm. regardless of them cheating or not, I haven't I haven't found a you. I've broken up with people when I decide I don't like them, <laughs> so I don't <laughs> I don't usually like want to be best but this friends one, with them. But this one is specifically talking about cheating. Uh, yes. Um, Which we both feel is just. I think cheating's pretty bad. One of the worst things you can do in yeah, a relationship. We've talked about this too. I <laughs> this kind of falls into like a conversation we were having earlier this week about when people do something bad and they say they say, uh, not only have I let you down, but I've let myself, I've down, let myself down. Which I think is bullshit because obviously like you you chose to do it. But it that being said, I I I would feel so horrible mm-hmm. if I cheated on somebody yeah. that I I would be tortured. It's more so like the guilt that yeah. you carry on. It's like for murder. The rest. You'd be like, even totally. if you got away with it, you'd feel horrible your whole like life. Like you still did it. You still did it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's really true. I think to me, that's like, it's like a juxtaposition, right? It's like if I can usually like empathize with every anyone in a relationship who is doing something that I feel that I. I might do. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that's I. I can imagine doing that, but I. I just can't imagine cheating on anybody. So mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to like. You one you know. time, um, I might not rephrase it correctly, but one of my favorite things you ever said was like, when I think of the idea of myself, my self identity, like I don't want cheater to be on that or something. Yeah. Well. Which I thought was a great way of looking at it too. Yeah, it would really. It would like. Uh, it would like be synonymous with like like dishonest or disloyal mm-hmm. or something yeah it's just not a part of a myself concept i want to exist yeah i feel that um so i guess i guess from. no <laughs> is my answer um do you believe that you have this is this question is from cats wander um do you believe that you have to tell your partner everything are there things that you keep to yourself this is a great one-two question from the cheating thing, and then this. it is. What do you think about that? Do you um, have to tell your partner everything? Are there things you can keep to yourself? I mean, it's a really vague question. Like, oh my god, my back keeps vibrating. I'm so sorry if you guys can hear this. <laughs> I can't even hear it. This but that's sucks. so funny. Oh my god, I can really hear it. I'm sure it'll pick up on the mic a little, a little. Um, I think it's. There are some things that you can keep. I don't. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I think like sometimes oversharing mm-hmm. is just unproductive and a mm-hmm. little exhausting. Yeah. And so I think it's important um, in order to keep a relationship healthy and alive. It's like you want, if you're attracted to that person, you want them to be attracted to you. There's there's just some shit that you don't need to need to throw in there, mm-hmm. just to what's the word um this is way too long of a pause it's okay i'll go yep um to clutter a relationship that's an interesting word choice i like that you know well yeah i mean i i feel that there are there are there are of course things that like if you've done something or yeah but whatever that's, yeah, yeah that's those are to, bigger issues yeah exactly i think i think i would i would use uh like I've said this my whole life and I've gotten into fights with people over it. I am going to choose kindness over honesty when it is a choice between the two. Right. Does that make sense? What's your opinion on this pair of okay. shoes? Okay. I'm going to be like, is, those are be- amazing. This is where I'm kind of like, 
I'm gonna what's the word? Just playing the other side. You're here gonna devil's now. advocate. Yeah. Yeah. If it's an opinion, yeah. you really think it's more important to say something kind versus being honest? No, I guess that's I mean like listen, we're we're all, we're so deep in a relationship that I'm going to I'm going to give you my opinion if if you're asking for it. But I guess like more to the point of like I don't know, you just don't you don't have to like when you're not even being asked for a, your opinion, yeah. you don't have to go like 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 what if you're like god, I love this song. Mm-hmm. And you're not asking me how I feel about the song that you're listening to. Right. I'm just going to like if I fucking hate the song, I'm just going to Yeah, gonna, like, that's a good like, example. be in the background like doing my thing. You and if I mean? it's not your favorite song, why even bring it up? Why even bring it up? Right. So, I don't know. That's where I, I stand on it. Because, because yeah, you don't need to. And I, I know that doesn't fall into everyone's thoughts. But, like, here, let's put that. Let's give a weirdly specific example. I've had some dreams where where I've, like, woken up and I, I like, did something horrible in my dream. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, like, feel the compulsion to, like, explain myself. Mm-hmm to you from a dream I had. You know what I mean? I know. I'm just like, whoa, that was weird. Um, I feel like we've talked about this before, but the funniest thing is like having a dream where your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, like cheated on you yeah. in your dream and you wake up upset uh, upset with them. <laughs> so true. It's so... It, that's a very dumb thing. <laughs> I do agree, yeah. That is just like Fake. your own subconscious just making up stories while you're sleeping. Like, I don't think you need to read too far into that. I bet some people believe that if you dream about that, that <laughs> that's your like, you know, gut telling you something. But totally. I think your conscious gut throughout the day, like that, I would believe more than just like my dreams. Because my dreams are absolutely insane. There's no sense to them. Um, okay. Anita K. 1208 asks, I love being in love, but I can't imagine someone in my space 24-7. How do you do it? I feel like we can really answer this question because we really are in each other's spaces 24-7. I'm in your space. This is my space. This is your space, dude. Dude, what the fuck? She can't can't do that to you. She can't do that to you. Um, Because we share a bathroom, we share a bedroom, we share a closet. Yep everything we do i mean yeah we we live in the same house we to to not discount we we live in a nice big house which yeah is pretty, so there's definitely room to yeah not entirely overstep on each other yeah during all of the day during all this quarantine i i i feel i feel bad for people who are like sharing like a you know one room yeah apartment or whatever yeah it's know. much different than i guess what we're going through. yeah we're down in my studio right now it's it's two floors below claudia's office if she's had enough of me for the day <laughs> she doesn't have to see me for several hours mm-hmm. you know well i think a, a big test of a relationship is if you're able to cohabit together and live together in the same space um i've always joked that living with you feels like i am sharing like a hotel room or or I have a roommate that I also get to make out with. Um, like I think once we moved in, cause I really think we work so well together in terms of like, oh, I agree. yeah, you know, just our sort of daily routines and going to bed together and all that, and just all of those little things mm-hmm. that you have to do. Absolutely. Um, I think once we moved in with each other, that was like a huge testament to like how strong this relationship is it um, was i th- i would i would i think we would be being dishonest if we didn't say that moving in together um was that was very challenging mm-hmm. and was sort of like i think i think before it we, was a growing period yeah i don't think we had like 
a, a tiff or a disagreement or a, or really a fight at all until we moved in together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, suddenly you, you really live with somebody and you have like, you know, just, just the, 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 the same kind of arguments you might have with like your family as a child, right? Yeah. Where you're like, oh my God, your shoes are always on the couch or whatever like stuff that you wouldn't argue about if, if it's just one of your space and the other mm-hmm. person's in it and it's kind of like your rules go you yeah. know so yeah because um, i think your home and your environment at least for me personally is such a it's such an important part of mm-hmm. my life and it affects my daily mood how mm-hmm. things are placed or organized or whatever how it's being treated right um so yeah more opinions come into play more habits rise to the surface but i think those are all the things that like continue to strengthen you and your partner right because it's it's a test to see if like you know can you guys live together well living with someone is a collab <laughs> you know it's like you're you're <laughs> collabing a face like she hates that term it's really cringy oh uh that's too bad a collab no i said collab oh collab we've talked about this is it collab yeah. or collab it's collab who says collab because it's collaborate you don't say i it's yeah. a collaboration i thought you said collab that's why i made that face i'm sorry oh, i said I collab you. um no it is you're you're collaborating on the, the the you know everything yeah you're making choices together it's a whole process is it bad to not date in high school oh <laughs> heidi asked that oh i mean i mean so i guess those years because you didn't no, it's not. A... It's not bad to not date in high school. If anything, high school, and I'm saying this as a dude who was in a relationship the entire four years of high school. Um, those are like inconsequential years. You're not even like real yet. You can't even like drive I... to each other's houses or like yeah. do anything. So, yeah, I don't think so at all. I didn't have a boyfriend in high school. Um, I also was just going through all of like the shift of YouTube and turning mm-hmm. it into a job and transferring to online classes. But um, I think I don't feel like that sort of delayed anything in terms of like my emotional maturity towards relationships and love and stuff. I think of anything like um, it, I maybe saved myself from a lot of like hookups that I would have, mm. uh, you know, What's the word? Um, regretted? I have a very corny answer to the question overall. Yeah. If you are dating in high school, it should be because you're in love with the person. That's my my answer. It's because you're really into them. Do you know what I mean? I think, mm. like, the kind of casualness of, like, relationships in your, like, adulthood, like, mm. the kind of, like, the way you could maybe date somebody casually as, like, a 21-year-old. Like, that's just, like, if you're in a high school period where you're, like actually seeing them every day at a school or whatever like that is so messy like if you really fall in love with somebody go for it Mm. you know how do you feel about relationships that start in high school and continue through college or continue through adulthood do you (laughs) like because there are a lot of relationships that are high school sweethearts but do you feel like people need to go out and see what else is out there and discover themselves and you know all that sort of stuff um i saw a question like that that's why i'm asking I rem- I'm going to pull my answer from uh, Casey Neistat. I think Casey Neistat's podcast with his wife. What did he say? The person was like, <laughs> my, my my girlfriend and I are uh, having our, our nine-year anniversary. Um, she's turning uh, 24 and I'm turning like 23. So they like did the math. It's like, you know, 14, right? Right. What should we do to celebrate? And I think Casey was like... Um, Maybe you should try, like, seeing other people. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, you know, love is adorable. Yeah. But I guess I 
I, I would advise people to like, you know, try, you know, experience a couple different. Eh, that's just my advice. You I know? know. I think when I look back on all of like the different relationships or flings that I have, I've had or whatever, I think the healthiest way to look back on those is kind of piecing together what I've learned from them. Sure. I agree. And that sort of, I feel like that helped me kind of bring more openness and communication and honesty in our relationship. Oh, yeah. And it helped me to see a lot of different, you know, red flags and mm-hmm. signals to not date someone else, whatever pe- people I mess around with before meeting you. Um, so I think all of it is just experience. And I don't know. It's tough, though, because I think if if two people fall in love in high school and it works and they have a family and everything... Mm-hmm. I think that's like a pretty rare thing and I I think that's really special and and maybe they're just in a healthier relationship than I ever was at that <laughs> point, you Yeah, know? and I think I think if it's healthy and you guys love each other, I mean, more power to you. You've experienced so much life together and that's something that um you know, you should hold really close and and close to you. Um oh my god, my back keeps vibrating. Anyways, um yeah, I think it just depends on the couple. Yep. It's I a, agree. it's a sweet Sweet thought. Uh, dude, you get to your, the end of your life, like 70, and you're like, you know, it was... It, we I've met only fucked when, one person. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I went there. No, I just think it's like... I don't, I, I don't think I, I could have done it. I just For think me you personally, I, I wouldn't have All of your, like, mistakes. Yeah. You know, get those out of the way. Okay, here's a question, kind of similar to where we are right now. Yeah. Um... What are your thoughts on on and off again relationships for when you're in your 20s? So someone that you're yep. constantly like either breaking up with or it never became a thing, but it was always just kind of like, I don't know. I think here's the thing. And this kind of deals with like, there was another question that was asking like, how do you handle rejection or deal with rejection? Yeah. And I think the best way to go about relationships with people that either lead you on or reject you eventually whatever i think when someone tells you something you have to take their word for it totally agree um i've definitely peaches staring out the window so cute god she wants to walk so bad we have to oh don't scratch at the windows don't do that no 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 <laughs> um anyway sorry really got sidetracked there i think i think you got yeah you have to take them for your for their word um wow now i'm brain farting because we are both so distracted. What is she doing? <laughs> She's just staring at us through the glass. Um, what were you saying? Oh, fuck, I don't even know. What was the question? It was like two questions. So oh, on again, off again. On again, off again, rejection, or sort of like someone leading you on. Well, so my answer to that would be like, if you're... If you're in some fantasy on again, off again relationship where mm-hmm. it's not painful for either of you and you're both kind of like just like, oh, well, yeah, sometimes and sometimes we're not like, for you, I guess. But I guess to me, on again, off again conjures up images in my life of like somebody like breaking up with you over and over. You know what I mean? Where you're right. like where they, they want you and then it's great for a while and then they don't mm-hmm. and then you're f- fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I hated I've hated like. relationships that tortured me so I guess that would be my opinion would be like Mm -hmm. 
like especially especially in my observance of friends. I haven't been in too many on again off again relationships, but I think when yeah. I see my friends, they it's all they can talk about is right. that person. It's really consuming. It's consuming, mm-hmm. and that's just is is bogus. Mm-hmm. That's like letting a person control your life. Yeah. So I think if if you want something better than on again off again, you need to say so and yeah. go like, listen, I can't I can't be a victim of this forever. And I think if someone is treating you in that sort of way, that's yeah. just up and down, yes and no, um, I think that also kind of, it's the most obvious example of their level of respect for you. So because true. Because if you have respect for someone, you wouldn't fuck with their emotions and feelings that much. Yeah, and again, if you're if you're the person doing that to somebody else, like, you should check in with yourself and realize that, like, mm-hmm. you're not serious enough about them. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's my feeling. Um, there was one question about being single. Where is it? It was something along the lines... Well, okay, we've got How to Be Okay with Being Single by Adriana Sabat. I think being single is, I mean, I've... I feel like you you rocked being single. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know how to say it without offending you because I love being in this relationship. So it's it's so different. But I loved, I did really love being single. I think there are a lot of parts about it, um, especially in your 20s when you're kind of figuring your shit out and what you want to do and the shit that you believe in and you're figuring out what friends you want to hold on to because when you're in your 20s friendships you really have to start putting in time and effort into those to keep those close well you're a really independent person i feel like that that plays into being single Mm -hmm. in many ways i think somebody who's got a real codependency it's a little bit harder they you know probably you know are are it's harder to enjoy it if mm-hmm. you're really like, I really wish I was with a person right now. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as as you, I think. Like, I, I really do like being uh, alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the cool thing about um, embracing being single, too, is spending time with yourself and being yep. comfortable with that. I think some people genuinely, like, don't know how to enjoy just being alone. I know. Yeah, they're like they're like always texting somebody trying always to make a plan. Always texting or always distracting themselves yeah. with watching something. Or, yeah. um, I think I think that is the time to explore yourself and your thoughts and your mind and mm-hmm. things that interest you. It's so. very. It's also to be fair, I think very possible to rock being single, really mm-hmm. enjoy it, and get lonely sometimes. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's fine. Um, so I don't think you should like be hard on yourself if you feel that way. If mm-hmm. you're like, damn, I'm lonely today. But yeah, so fine, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's the sounds so cliche, but I think that's the the point where you're going to enter the healthiest relationship is if you're fine being single and being in a relationship seems even better to you. Right. Right? If you're just like, I just want to be in a relationship, mm. you're probably like a little screwed. But if you're like, no, I'm cool being single, but this person's so fun. to be, mm. I love being with this person. Yeah. I'd, r- I'd rather be with them than just on my own. You know? Do you believe the um, the phrase, you have to be in love with yourself before you can fall in love with anyone else? I like the, the meaning of it. The sentiment. I like the sentiment, yeah. Being in love with yourself or loving yourself, like self-love, I feel is like... Like, again, like, I tr- I translate love into, like, empathy mm-hmm. more than anything else. You know what I mean? Like, 
I'm I'm not that adorable video of like the little girl like looking at her bathroom mirror at like four and being like I am strong, I am powerful. Like, do you you seen <laughs> is those? This a meme that you've seen. It's just a cute little video of this dad who like has his daughter do like positive affirmations. Like, in oh, the I feel like it's I've so seen cute. That. That's so. Yeah, cute. It's just not really like who I am authentically. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I rock that hard, but I have empathy for myself. If I if I feel a certain way, I can mm-hmm. empathize. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I guess that's self-love in, in many ways. What Definitely. Do you, what do you think? Validating sort of your emotions and thoughts yeah. and just, and your individuality. Yep. I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, but I think in a lot of ways, relationships can also teach you other ways to love yourself mm-hmm. and grow confidence. So I don't think it's a black and white thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think... I definitely feel like the more you sort of trust your intuition and your gut and your opinions and you want to voice them, all of those things are great things to add into a relationship because that makes you interesting and um, it makes it easier for you to find someone that you click with because then you're being honest about your opinions and your humor and just like the way that you connect with people, right? Because if you're putting on a, any sort of facade because yeah. they're rooted in security, then you can end up with someone that, you know, isn't right for you in the long run. It's true. Um, which can lead to like a toxic relationship or something. Okay, this is a little TMI. How often should couples have sex once you are settled in the relationship? I have Aspect a, I have an com. incredible answer to that question. Go. When both of you want to. Great question. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the answer. Yeah. If you both want to have sex, you should have sex. <laughs> and if one of you doesn't, you shouldn't at that instance. Yeah. So there you go. I don't think there's like a healthy number. No. Right? No. I mean, it has to like, you just have to like take stock in it, right? Like yeah. if you if you look up at some point and realize that you haven't had sex in three weeks, <laughs> you'd be like, whoa. What's going on? How? What is the reason that we're not wanting to have sex? Right. For three weeks straight for sure it's like worth like it's worth keeping track of just to to know your to be like huh what's the Mm -hmm. reason behind that yeah but yeah that's the that's the the only rule is just if you both want to fuck go for it and if one of you doesn't then and listen things get in the way periods really really bloody periods (laughs) um traveling all those things it just depends tons of stuff yeah yeah um, let's see. <laughs> Do you ever want to sleep apart to get a better night's sleep? I've definitely had nights where I'm like, oh, this would be easier if I didn't have a hot, like, like temperature-wise body next to me. <laughs> or sometimes I feel like... Thank you for clarifying that, that I'm not a sexy body. Oh, <laughs> baby, you're very sexy. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, it'd be so much easier if I didn't have a hot, not not actually hot, but temperature-wise hot. In this so sentence, funny. in this so statement. Funny. What a slam. Oh, I didn't mean to slam you. It's I think so you're funny. very hot. It's fine. Okay, okay, okay. This is okay. Back to the question. Do you ever want to get a separate night's sleep because you like because a, you want better quality sleep? Um I mean, our bed is large. I know. We, I know. we travel to the other corners of our bed. Yeah, that's so true. We do that all the time. Yeah. Where um, we just completely will face away from each other and be yeah, on opposite sides. On the on the occasion that one of us is in a bed alone, first of all, the, not to not to just stunt, yeah. but we have we have my favorite bed ever. Yeah, we do have a great so bed. So I never am like in it's a hotel. It's the Wave mattress from Casper, right? I think so. I'm yeah. never wishing 
I like when I'm in another bed, I'm I'm always less happy than when I'm in our bed. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, on the rare occasion that one of us sleeps alone, you spread eagle, get mm-hmm. your legs real wide. Yeah. Put your Starfish. hands just like yeah, exactly. It's quite nice. I think our sort of go to is uh before you go to bed, you do all the cuddling while you're watching something, you're yeah. talking, you're making out whatever. You're reading. Lots or... of cuddles, exactly. But I feel like our go-to sleeping position is like we'll both be sleeping on either our sides or our backs, but then like we'll have like one of our legs cross over with the other. Yeah, like a, we're always like touching in some way. There's a leg drape. But there's <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we're not always just on top of each other. I don't know. I mean, I just like when I sleep on your chest with my face, I feel like my skin is like squishing and I don't want to get wrinkles, so I'd rather have it on the pillow. <laughs> There's just little things, you know, but that's just being a girl. Somebody also, fact check Claudia on this. She that I've, No, I'm, this is a thing. People use silk pillowcases because it's better for your hair and it's better for your face. So if you sleep and, on my chest, your skin is going to be wrinkly. Well, maybe if I'm sitting if if I'm putting a lot of Listen, heads are like the weight of bowling balls. <laughs> and so if you're <laughs> whatever you guys know. <laughs> um, oh, here was the question I was looking for. Do you think the choice to remain single forever is a valid choice? Sure. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in, in overpopulated Earth. Honestly. If you don't want to. I'm, cur- I'm cursed or burdened with the great desire to have kids. I really want to yeah, have kids. Yeah, me too. And obviously, there are plenty of people who have kids single. So maybe you're a person that that is part of that Venn diagram of like, I want to be single forever Mm -hmm. and I want to have kids. Fucking go for it. I'm rooting for you. Mm. In my specific fantasy, I have a family. I have a life partner and children with that life partner. So that's always going to be the goal. But for, I think for it's me. different for everyone. Yeah, but only for me. So if you, again, if you're like, I just don't see myself in a relationship or ever having a family, fuck yeah, go mm-hmm. for it. Or if you're a person that's like, I, I don't see myself, uh, you know, being in a relationship, but I definitely want to have a child, then whatever, surrogate, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, donor or adopt a kid, which is amazing. Mm. Yeah, do anything. I don't have a, a past judgment. Yeah. I just know what I want. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's another one by Julia Nilsson. Did you stalk each other on social media in the beginning of dating or I guess before dating? Should we do the reveal? Should we do the reveal? I mean, it's kind of, we're on topic here. Yeah, it's late in the game. We've got lots of sand left in our hourglass. Hourglass. So 80% of the questions that I've received have all been asking how we met. Sure. I've brought it up. Um, I've told plenty of people in person. I've told people. I think I shared it on a different podcast episode. Or a video or something, maybe. No, I've never talked about it in a video, I don't think. Okay. We are actually cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No. Not to our knowledge. No, we're not. Hopefully we're not. There's no way. There's literally no chance. No. No. Um, How'd we meet? We met through technically, formally, and properly on a dating app. Yeah. Yeah. These are the times. Yeah. And I I used to be against it because I I was loved... against it too. What? You've never experienced that. Every time we would say we would share the story with someone, you'd be like, Claudia, this is your favorite story to tell. Go ahead. Yeah. What you what you used to be against telling people that we met online? Like I felt that I was always the one that was against oh. the idea of the dating app and that you didn't mind it. Well, I don't uh, This is my first time me- hearing your 
expression. Well, to me, it's a fact that we met on the dating app. I'm obviously, I don't give a shit that we met on the dating app. I guess I was, I was prior to the dating app, like, wow, people are meeting on dating. Like, I couldn't believe it. Same. But, but I don't care that, I don't care that we did. No. Yeah. So to back things up, um, I would say about two, three years, three years leading up to us meeting and matching on Raya, which is like a dating app. Um, I, one of my best friends, Rebecca Black, she has worked with you. You guys have had writing sessions um, like a few times, right? And I so, think we've written twice. I think in total I've worked, I've actually been in a room working with her th- three times. Three times. So, and I've been friends with her for seven plus years or something incredibly right. long. Um, and within that like two, three year span, um, every time she left a session of yours. I remember the first one. Which again was only three times. Yeah. But all three times, we would either hang out the next day or that night or something. And she brought you up to me like mm-hmm. all of those times. Mm-hmm. It was definitely at least three times. Um, I remember like the first time she was like, oh my God, I just had a session with this guy, Phineas. I feel like you guys would hit it off. But it's not worth it because he travels all the time. He's, He's never in town. A narcissist. So, <laughs> um, but I think you were actually in a relationship at that time. So it's uh, not like probably. it would have worked anyways. I think that's what you told me. Um, anyway, so, and then I think you also, you met Drew because you worked with Drew and Olivia. And so I'd also heard things from them. So somehow I, I, I had, had, I had like been in a room writing with like your, th- like three of your close Yeah. So friends. somehow three people in my life have brought you up to me being like, oh my God, you guys would totally hit it off. You right. guys would fall in love with each other. But nothing ever happened because everyone was like, he's always out of town. It does, I, and I was always out and, of town. Yeah. And I just, because it was like this thing that I would hear every like six months, I never took any initiative. I never was like, let me stalk this guy. How do you spell his name? All that stuff. Um, weirdly enough, like when I heard your name and first heard about it, I envisioned like some like French. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought he was like French. Phineus. I have no idea why. It's so funny. Like some French like brunette or something. That's funny. That's like scrawny. Or I don't even know. I don't, that was like uh, my weird sort of image of who this Fair. Phineas guy was for sure. like two years. Um, and then summer of 2018, yeah, I think it, yeah, September, um, I was out to coffee with Rebecca and both of us, my back keeps vibrating. This is terrible. I want to rip it off so bad, but I shouldn't. Um, I was out to coffee with Rebecca and both of us, I think we were both, yeah, we were both single and um, just kind of talking about like our frustrations with like, oh, it's so hard to meet every anyone in this city, all that stuff. Um, and I had used Raya in the past, but never like seriously. It was kind of more of just like a curiosity thing, just going through and being like, all right, who in this city is like on this app? It was, I never took it seriously. I would li- like, I would match with people yeah. and then maybe there would be like two exchanges and nothing else would ever happen. I wonder why. Why? Because you don't respond for five days. <laughs> okay, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. Because I was so against it. I don't know why. I always wanted to, like, meet the one in some cute setting, which is just an unrealistic standard. So yeah, if sure, you're having that, might happen. But in don't. a weird way, it's, like, smarter to, like, be looking for somebody and, and, and know that they're looking for somebody also. Totally. Even if you're, whatever, like, oh, I don't think. Oh, it's so hard to meet someone in a city. You're going out to a bar and, like, yeah. if someone comes up to you. 
Well, you'd um, never meet me in a bar. Yeah, you don't go to bars. No. And if someone were to ever come up to me, like I immediately want to know, you know, what, what do, their star sign is. What they do. No, what they do and who right. they're friends with sure. and whatever, all these different questions. Um, and for the most part, I'd be like, oh my gosh, stay away, stranger danger. Like, I don't know. It's hard to meet people in the city. Um, and I'm sure any other city as well. Anyways, so we're talking about our frustrations with just like not being able to meet anyone in LA that's like new and outside this of is our you circle. you and Rebecca circa 2018, September. Yeah. Got it. So we go on Raya. I'm swiping through and I stumble upon your profile and I... Good profile, by the way. It was a great photo. Was, yeah, we're on Raya. What my, I was, my, the photo was like this, this photo of me on stage at Lollapalooza. Yep. But not like... With the black shirt. Not in front of a mic or like wearing, with an instrument. I'm just like, like smiling. You're like walking off stage Walking or something. away from the crowd, smiling. And the song, Raya lets you, I mean, I, I don't, I haven't been on the app since then, so I don't right. know if it's still true, but at the time, Raya would, you'd have like a song on your profile. Mm-hmm. My song was My Funny Valentine, Frank Sinatra. It's a good profile. Thank you. Do you yeah. remember what mine was? Nope. Didn't Sick. listen to it. Sick. What was it? I think it was Stay for a While by Gibbs. I don't, I still, I don't even know that song now. I've played it for you many times. Well, there you go. Do you remember my photo? No. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I was wearing a white tank top and nice. a winged eyeliner. Yep. Imagine if I fucking remembered. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine if I was like, well, you had winged eyeliner, <laughs> you had a white tank on. Anyways. I'd be your hairdresser. Um, true. So I stumble upon your profile and I don't know anyone else named Phineas. So I immediately was like, is this the guy? Is this the guy right. that you've talked about right. for the last? Um, and it's. It's kind of crazy that I like remembered your name because it had been a long, long time since she brought you up. Like this was mm-hmm. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and she freaked out and was like, holy shit. Like you need to thumbs him up, thumbs up or heart, whatever him mm-hmm. right now. Like I want to see if you guys match. Um, and so I think we matched like within Immediately, the cause hour because you had already like I'd probably already parted me. Said before. this person is hot. Their wing. I was like, I was like, she looks pretty. And the winged eyeliner just means she's she's an expert so thumbs up approve the tank top obviously an incredible choice gibbs my favorite artist (laughs) claudia smiling at me but it's one of those smiles where i know it's not out of joy (laughs) i'm just gonna i'm letting you run with this letting me dig my own grave yeah yeah um and i think i think we matched as we were like getting into our cars or something and so I, maybe that day, the next day or something, I reached out and I was like, hey, um, I, I'm f- good friends with like Rebecca and Drew and I've heard wonderful things about you. Would love to fi- find that out myself. I don't even know what I said. I but think it was you something... literally just said I've heard wonderful things. I think maybe it was, it was very just short. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was that. And then. What did I do? What did you do? Just immediately gave you my phone number. Yeah. And was like, Did let's get off the like, dating Did you say, like, hi, gorgeous, and then my, gave me your number? What? I don't remember what exact pleasantry I said, but I was definitely like, here's my phone number. Let's, like, let's just actually have a conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then. <laughs> Fast forward. Fast forward five, five days. days. and five nights. Five days. Um, and that really just proves how against dating apps I was at the time, yeah. which is so close-minded because look at where we are now. Um, but, yeah, it took me five days because I just... 
I think I, I didn't feel any urgency to respond back that day. And then suddenly it was just five day. days later. Or the next day. I don't know. Or the next day. I don't have any or explanation. The next day. I don't have any explanation for it. Um, so five days later, I'm driving to um, the hair salon and I'm about to get my hair dyed. And um, I remembered that you gave me your number. So I saved it and I texted you. And we were texting while I was getting my hair done. And then that next Saturday, I asked you out on a date. Well, the, the hair salon day was a Friday. Yeah. So then that next Saturday, I asked so the, you out. The next day. Yeah. 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 We texted a little bit on Friday. And then on Saturday, I asked, um, hey, I don't know if you're in town, but if you are, would you like to come to the movies with Rebecca, Drew, and I, which are the two people that you had already known, which was a wonderful... So clinch. Clutch. Clinch? Clench. Clench. It was so clench. Clench your butt cheeks the um, whole time. So clutch. So nervous. So clutch to, to meet... To have two people meeting each other when yeah. when both of those two people already know the, the two, other two the people. The two other people. That just rocks. It was the best sort of like first meeting experience ever. Yeah. Um, we, we went, went and saw Assassination Nation. Assassination Nation. Nation. Drew um, brought grapes. That's yes, my memory. Like a, a whole, whole bag of grapes. And like put it, grapes. put it in his hoodie so he looked pregnant. Yeah. Um, and then we talked. We met for like literally 60 seconds Went and then the walked movie. into the movie theater didn't you try were sitting didn't to my try left. anything didn't like hold hands or no any, no, like no. Just, that would have been weird though right no because we watched the movie like adults yeah we're in a 15 we're watch, 15 watch the movie like 21 year olds yes and also we had one conversation right before the movie so i agree but there were like little moments where we were making comments to each other sure. about the movie. Yeah, but it was very cute. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like we were talking the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to continue the rest of the story? I'll do some chapter of it and you okay. can jump back in. I'm ripping this thing off. It keeps vibrating. Okay. Um, we, yeah, so we went to the, it was the the Arclight, which is at the, like, the on Sunset Boulevard. It's like the Dome in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And that same complex has, like, Amoeba Music and stuff. So so we walked over to Amoeba Music afterward. And Claudia was, like, such a good conversationalist. Like, just, just, just a professional. Like, it was so effortless talking to her you asked such good questions you gave such good answers to my questions in terms of like i don't know if anyone can relate to this i'm assuming i'm assuming you can but like like sometimes you ask a person a question especially on like a first date and Mm -hmm. and they give like a real clip answer which is so annoying yeah you go like so where are you from originally right Mm -hmm. and like in your case you could just say like chicago Mm mm-hmm and just leave it at that. But instead you're like, well, I'm from Chicago. My parents are Polish. Like I'm first generation. You gave me this like very good, like, like interesting answer, answer. That could that allowed like further conversation. And then I'm like, oh my God, so you speak two languages. And you're like, yeah. And then we were like talking about like this Polish podcast you've been listening to to try to brush up on your Polish. And yeah. I was like, that's so interesting. And I was, you know, anyway, all that to say that like, I fucking hate it when you say something like that and people just shut you down with like a one word I know. vibe, right? Because yeah. it would have been so easy to go, so where are you from? You go, ah, oh, Chicago. And I go like, cool. cool. Um, when did you move here? Yeah, when did you move here? <laughs> a couple years ago. Just little stupid answers. Why did you and then move it, here? And yeah, then it I'll... makes me have to like be a douche and go like, well, I pl- I've been to Chicago a couple times. And like, then right. you're just talking about yourself. So it's right. so much better to like give somebody a good answer. So yeah. Thank I th- you. I think, um, th- well, that's very sweet of you. Yeah, you never want, like, a first date to feel like an interview, like a job interview or something, <laughs> you know? Like, no, I, I'm sure that also could be another question is, like, how do you go about 
meeting someone for the first time and guiding that conversation. And you kind of just have to let it flow out. Mm -hmm. You don't want to overthink your answers too much either because you just kind of want to be yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, there's all these like nerves with the first date. But um, did you have many nerves that night? So I wasn't I was like a little nervous because I obviously had never met you. Yeah. And like, I don't know, going to the movies isn't like Wait, I don't think we'd even like FaceTimed or, or anything. No, yeah, nothing. we'd never talked. Which also I kind of enjoyed I because too, yeah. we got to know each other way more in person yeah. than like through texting and calling and all that stuff. Um so I actually really like that I know you hate the fact that it took me five days to text you back, but I kind of like that like we only had one day and then literally the next day we saw each other. I, I don't hate it. I just am eternally amused because not to paint myself like too much of an asshole, but right. when you were like, hey, it's Claudia, I was like, who? Like, I literally by that point was like, I get it. I think, I think just as like a person who is like selfish, like if you're I'm match, matching with so many ladies, I think it like, was more Claudia about like this? if I've given my number to somebody and not heard anything for five days, like they're not interested. You know what I mean? Like, you mm. just go like, Okay, like to each their own. Like right. that's fine. Right. Probably on day three. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna like go like, ha ha, you there? Like I'm not gonna like <laughs> fucking be that guy. No. So I'm just like checked out. Yeah. So when you text me, hey there, hey it's Claudia. I'm like, well I only know like one Claudia, and then I'm like, oh my god, Claudia Saluski, mm-hmm. the one who hasn't texted me in five days. There she is. She's still alive. Still a lot. Yeah, could have died. Yeah. No, that's all my only film. um and then let's see so we met on that saturday and you Sa- drove me saturday night saturday night we walked around hollywood went to amoeba um i insisted that you drove me so after amoeba then we went to the standard hotel to eat um what was that restaurant called again uh uh cross what is it called again oh look La- uh croft Croft Alley. Croft Alley, yeah, which yeah. usually is by the Alfred Melrose area, but yeah. um, they were, yeah, they were there at the Standard. Well, Anyways. you did so many things right in terms of like making it a date where you had you'd come with your two friends. Yeah, I I carpooled with them, and yeah. in between Amoeba and going to get an 11 p.m. meal that no one was hungry for. Yeah, prob- um, someone probably you suggested we do that was like, let's go get some food. I think it was Drew. He was like, probably I really Drew, want yeah. those chocolate cookies, and then. And so then, from yeah, you there just to went, there, you just went to my car. Yeah, I was like, "Hey guys, I'm I'm ditching you." And but but like car. unspoken, you just mm-hmm. were like, "All right, guys, see you there," and then just <laughs> followed me to my car in the parking lot, um, yeah. which was was so sweet because mm-hmm. it affirmed the kind of nature of the like. This is a date. The um, the the dateness of it, even yeah. though by by rights it was the two of us hanging Group out with two out. people we both already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think just those kind of like clear indicators of like like if you'd just gotten in, if you'd just been like, okay, Phineas, I'll see you there, which would have been fine. It would like, have been completely fine. fine but it would have made it a little less kind of romantic. Would have been totally less romantic. Yeah, yeah. agreed. And agreed. then after that, you drove me home. Yeah. And we kissed. We did. We made out in the car. We had a very good first kiss. Before you left. It was good. And then I think right as I was, you, 
you dropped me off on like the other side of the street from my apartment <laughs> complex. And I remember you saying, get home safe. Yeah. I think you just said it as like muscle memory. Yep, like you're just absolutely. like, get home safe. Totally true. And I shit on you. And I was like, thank you. Yes, I am very scared to you, cross like, the street. You like fell over the hood <laughs> of my car. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to try to not get hit by any cars. And so I walk out of your car and I pretend to get hit by your car by yeah. falling on the roof of your car. And then I fake limped across the street into my apartment complex. Left me with real mixed emotions. On I, one hand, I was like, wow, this girl commits. And on the other hand, I was like, this is the corniest shit I've ever seen. I thought it was cute. <laughs> I literally, after that, I was like, yep, got him. He's I, in the bag. <laughs> I love that the thing that gave me like some pause where I was like, wow, just roasted me for saying get home safe. It was safe. such a cute little moment. Are you fucking kidding? Don't even play that it was cheesy. It was so tasteful. I love that it made you think I fell like, into your car and was like, oh, yeah, I'm, fi- I'm fine. I'm fine. God, that's funny. <laughs> uh, but that was it. Okay, hold on. You know what? Hourglass no, is I'm over, gonna ke- baby. I'm going to keep going. Okay, we're almost done, you guys. Um, because then, that next Sunday, we spent the entire day texting each other. Yep. You started writing Claudia yep. the day after we met. You yep. sent me the first verse in a video. And then that whole next week, we pretty much spent every single day together, right? Well, was it the next Monday that we hung out? It was so cute, actually. We were Sunday just sort of came upon us, and we were like, had no plans, whatever. Yeah. And I think Sunday night, I was like, "When are you free this week? Are you free?" Mm. I was busy Monday. Mm. So then we hung out on Tuesday. So I go, I go, "Are you free Tuesday or Wednesday?" And you were like, "I'm free. I'm free either Tuesday or Wednesday." And I was like. All right, I'll see you Tuesday and Wednesday, yeah. which is psychotic, but something I'm still glad we did. Yeah, me too. Um, and we did. So I Tuesday cute. and Wednesday. It was so cute. It was so it cute. It was so cute. Went and got some din din. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember playing you bury a friend like on really the way to the early restaurant. on. On the r- you restaurant. You flexed real quick. Well, it's funny. Like, I'm glad you thought it was cool a flex because I thought it was like the crazy. I was just like, wow, this is a wild song. And you were so nice about it. You were like, God, I love that I song. was so kind of in. It was so such a departure from everything else we were yeah. making at the time. Yeah. But you were so sweet about it. And I was like, fuck, this girl's so nice. Mm-hmm. And I got totally lost because I was like very distracted. <laughs> um, a lot of people ask me all the time if I knew that you and Billy were, were related right. before meeting you. And to answer that question, um, the... 24 hours I had to stalk you right before meeting you uh-huh. or like whatever time I gave myself to scroll through Instagram. Um, I thought you guys were like working together a lot. I literally, because of the last name, I, I mean, I thought Eilish was her last name. Right. I figured like, oh, maybe he's like in her band or mm-hmm. something. Right. Um, but I also was very new to her music too. So like, that's yeah. the answer to that question. But I think right before we met, when I went to Rebecca's house, she was like, yeah, and so his sister, da-da-da. And I was like, oh, he has a sister. Oh, okay, <laughs> everything checks out now. That's why they're always working together. <laughs> I felt very, because very silly. Because his sister is friends with Billy. And the best part is people tag me all the time um, in this video that's on Rebecca's channel where she shows me one of Billy's songs or one of your guys' songs. And I think she it was goes, like Ocean. Yeah, goes, I don't want to be you anymore. And she goes, remember that guy that I worked with? And I was like, oh. And he's yeah. like, yeah. And I that completely yeah. erased from my mind. In one ear, out the other. Yeah, exactly. Well, I love you. I love I'm you so I'm so glad much. we've met. Um, I'm so glad we met. Love you. I love you too. So that's our story on how we met and all of our unsolicited... Um, well, it's solicited. They it solicited. solicited. That's very true. It's uncertified. Or uncertified. Un- um, yeah. 
Okay. Amateur advice. Well, this is fun. This is fun. I love you. I love you too. Maybe we'll do like another one of these in like four months. Mm-hmm. A little updated like relationship. That's uh, right. Love advice topic It's thing. Uh, It's been six weeks of quarantine thus mm-hmm. far. Hope you're all hanging in there. Hope you're all uh, doing okay. Hope your families are in good health. Um, assuming probably plenty of you have lost your jobs because of all of this. That's fucking terrible. I'm so sorry. I hope you're staying healthy. Um, someday everything think, will be fine again. But obviously life is, yeah. you know, the, the most fragile element of this. So anything you can do to keep the people you love safe, to stay healthy yourself, those are the things that are going to matter five years from now, ten years from now. Definitely. Love you guys. Bye bye. Bye. Strong. I don't know. Strong. 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 We have so.